Podcasting from Las Vegas, one of the fastest growing cities in the world, world, where what happens in Vegas can sometimes land you in a whole lot of trouble. This is Mediation Ninjas, where we discuss a variety of mediation topics, explore proven mediation techniques, and review overall conflict resolution strategies. Here are your hosts and Mediation Ninjas. Pat Batie and Wes Miller. And we're live. <laughs> we're back, we're back, we're back. We're back after a long holiday weekend. Yes, which was, that was fabulous. Yeah, that was fun. I had a lot of, I had a good so time. Love holidays. <laughs> Anytime to be off and relax, enjoy friends and family. Yes. It's always a plus. plus Do you know, plus. you know what I, re- what I realized? What is that? That. It is truly an American holiday. It is. It and is. If you don't live in this culture, then the Thanksgiving holiday, like it doesn't have much meaning. Or it's like, right. so what's with turkey? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you say that because I was speaking to uh, one of my friends who is from um, Vietnam, and she. We were talking about the holiday, and she was like, "Well, we would just probably go, you know, out to eat or something. It's just not really." Yeah, there's no, I guess there's no history. Like there's right. no absolutely, girl, you know, growing up. One of the biggest memories I have growing up was going to my grandmother's, like over the wood, over the river, and through the woods, uh-huh. and going to my grandmother's house and standing there in her front room, thinking, "Oh man." Christmas is next, but it is so far away. Oh, my. Yeah, that has definitely changed. <laughs> Nothing is far away anymore. It's just like right around the corner. And I was just mm-hmm. like, man, I hate Thanksgiving because I want it to be Christmas already, and it's so far so away. So far away. And in today's culture, you don't even really get um, between Halloween <laughs> and Christmas. It's yeah. like... Thanksgiving is skipped over, and the Christmas decorations go up right after Halloween. Yeah. It's, and Halloween is in October. It's like, can we just get a break? But, hey, that's the world we live in, so nothing is far away anymore. It's right around the corner. So this this whole thing about culture, you know, we talk a lot about culture in our mediation training when we're training folks mm-hmm. to be mediators because culture really plays a huge part in that and I realized that as I was you know thinking about the holiday what do, what do you think yeah absolutely being culturally adept and um, having cultural awareness is is important very important in fact I have a story for that <laughs> no usually that's my line finally I need a bell I need oh, a bell no, no I need bell. What, I need no to ring bell. a bell for that one <laughs> Ding, ding. <laughs> no bells. No bells. Okay. No bells. So tell me your story. I want to hear it. Right. So I'm working with parties in a mediation, and um, it is a money dispute. Actually, it's about um, a purchase that was made that was not what they um, thought it was. Anyway, to make a long story short, the one of the parties was like, I just want my money back. Take your merchandise back. I want my money back. The other party was saying, we have a policy, no refunds. 
was. <laughs> and so um, they were very adamant and passionate in how they were speaking to each other. And I recognized um, that it was a, a culture thing. And I asked one of the parties, you know, why do you believe that this person is so resistant in um, giving you what you want? And he clearly made it known to me that it was a cultural difference between their cultures. He's very strong. Um, he used another word, but strong-willed. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> keep it PG. And so am I. And we are from two different cultures, and that's how the males in this culture operate. And I know that's why he's holding back from giving me what I want. But it's also why I'm steeped in my position as well. So the, the party just called it. But I recognized in mediating this case that it was something else going on other than what was said, just looking at body language and listening to words and that type of thing. And your culture is always one of those things that, because people want to be so politically correct, sure. that nobody wants to, and I shouldn't say nobody, that many people, people do not want to recognize or acknowledge that there could be cultural things happening or that there could be something cultural at play. Absolutely. And unfortunately, I mean, in the society that we live in now, why is that a bad thing? Instead of embracing cultures, right, we want to be politically correct and ignore what is actually brewing yeah, there's, underneath. There's and a so whole whole bunch be, of research on that, mm -hmm. on what's happening. Uh, we see it happening on college campuses and whatnot, where they're just trying to go along to get you know, along. Eliminate or, yeah. or pretend like it doesn't sure. exist. I remember I was doing a dog barking case and you know what I say about dog barking Everybody's case. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> yeah, well, they, I like them. I like them. But, I, I have but no part of it is, you know, you know what I what my favorite statement is about dog barking cases. I do, and it is. It's never about. It's the never dog. about the dog. That's right. <laughs> and so I had these two folks in front of me, and it's all about this dog barking, dog barking. All of a sudden, it came up that uh, one of the parties had referred to the other party using the B word. Uh oh. And not to be outdone, they responded using the N-word. Uh-oh. And this led to a complete breakdown, which ultimately ended up being a dog barking case. Because I guess you can't call and say, we want to mediate the fact that my neighbor called me a B or an N. Yeah, no. But uh, they have a dog that I don't like. <laughs> sure, right. That's, yeah. Let's just put something on that to get us... But there. when that finally surfaced and they were able to talk about that, um, there was some apologies about that, but there was still, uh, they, they didn't leave, you know, embracing arm in arm, happy-go-lucky, uh -huh. but they did recognize that they both probably had overstepped some bounds, and it was really, you know, about culture. Uh -huh. And yeah. that reminds me that of a story you and I both have. Oh my goodness! We do you so remember this? Stories. Do you remember this one? We we, we have many stories. We used, to, we used to spend more time going to lunch. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> and one time we went to Tropical Smoothie. We'll just put it out there. It was, we, it was we our love, favorite. We, uh, we love Tropical Smoothie, man. They, they've got really good healthy food. Healthy alternatives. Yes, healthy alternatives, <laughs> which we need. Uh, but one time we were there, and it's despite that we like their food, they always had a problem with service. You remember that? Always, it was, always there slow was something... service, and it's like it's just something in the atmosphere at the tropical smoothie. But anyway, and it, we got... so what happened was the manager came out to talk to us, right? Because we was having a problem with the person who was taking our order. Yeah, or something. something like that. Some some problem with that. The manager came out, spoke to us. And when we left, we were in the car. Do you remember this story? I do and remember it clearly. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we talking were, about culture. <laughs> yeah, talk about culture. We were in the car, uh, and I commented about how nice I thought it was that you know she had come out to address the uh, the matter, and how impressed I was at the um, the bonnet there, the, the hair thing that she had on to you know like a hairnet, but it was it was like part of their uniform. Yes, my my friend, my friend. I love you, my friend. So, so, so you want to pick up the story from there about this about this wonderful uniform that she had on her head? Yeah, and you were just looking at me all impressed and just like, wow, that was just so nice. To, the, the, here's a company uniform. that has thought about making sure they protect us from hair getting in our food. Exactly. So they have a nice uniform that incorporates that. a hair bonnet. Which I reply, I cannot believe she came out with that nightcap on. <laughs> that night bonnet. Which, by the way, I have the exact same In fact, same you know one. what? In fact, that's how it started. What? what you it? said that you, that's how it started. Oh, you said, right. I can't believe she came out with that hair bonnet. I said, what? That The uniform? <laughs> That's nice and clean uniform. Yeah, uh-huh. The tropical smoothie has upped their game <laughs> and made sure that the folks in there uh, making our food have on their nice uniformed hair bonnets. No, my friend, as I informed you that day, and I will remind you again. Yeah, I now now I know, <laughs> but I need to let everybody know that up to that point in time, you that was so. a very cultural difference. Very much so. Do do share with the audience that may not be aware of this because yeah. there's probably a lot of people like what are they talking about? So yeah. as an African American woman, that's what I am. If you know, people didn't know. <laughs> In case you haven't seen our yeah, our uh, podcast little... <laughs> logo cover or something, you know. Right, just in case you didn't know. And by um, the way, I am not. <laughs> I would be the other one on the cover. Right, the other person on the cover, which is not an African-American female. Okay, so um, we have a, a habit of wrapping our hair in some type of bonnet or nightcap at night to sleep. And so um, the exact same bonnet that um, this tropical smoothie manager, which was also an African-American woman now. I don't know what our conversation would be if she had been a <laughs> or something different coming out with that hair bunny. But I, my response probably would have been the same. But, um, yeah, that was a nightcap that we usually sleep in. And it's, it's not a part of a uniform. It is part of... Um, your sleeping attire. I still think it makes a good uniform. I know you did. Which obviously she did too because (laughs) she wore it to work. She wore it to work. (laughs) She wore it to work, right. So yeah, no, be showing up with your hair bonnet on because my thought was she must have been rushing and just rushed out the hair with, rushed out the house with her hair bonnet on. Where my take take on it was, man, this is a, a great 
uh, part of the uniform. Yeah, making sure it made you feel all good and nice about how sanitary your food had been prepared. Yeah. Which, um... <laughs> and so that's kind of a humorous, that's kind of a humorous story and a humorous mm -hmm. example. But how many examples or stories exist out there like that, that aren't as humorous or don't, aren't mm -hmm. seen in such a humorous way, and instead they lead to conflicts or disputes or, mm -hmm. you know, some type of struggle between mm -hmm. parties because they just don't understand cultural Culture. differences. Yes, yes. And it's um, even something as simple as what we train as far as um, power dead even, just female and male culture. That mm -hmm. is a cultural difference that exists, but because again, we're so politically correct, we don't necessarily always want to address those cultural differences, which is could be the reason why what is driving the dispute in the first place mm -hmm. just because we're hearing each other i have a lot of that with um my husband you know i am that woman who will be holding the baby stirring the pot talking on the phone and doing all these multiple things where when we're in conversation i have to give him my undivided attention because in his culture you know you don't do multiple things at one time you do one thing at a time so that kind of you know, just have to be aware and move accordingly to to um, at least decrease conflict. So we, you know, have to be aware of that. And particularly in our um, in our city, you know, we're in Las Vegas. We have we are quite the melting pot mm -hmm. of culture. And you know, I think when I think of that, I think of L.A., New York. Las Vegas. <laughs> Third on the list. Oh, because, yeah. you know, just mm -hmm. this variety of cultures and, yes. this, you know, differences and and sometimes things that aren't a culture thing that you, you know, misinterpret as. Sure, sure. So I want to leave our audience with um, just some, I, I guess, a suggestion to be how to become more culturally um, aware, we have to get out of our bubble, right? We are used to what we are used to, and um, you know, when you think about your friends and um, your peers and people you associate with on um, an average basis, what does that group look like? Are we um, culturally adverse in our everyday? interaction with um, people on average because here as you said um, in Las Vegas we have um, Chinatown we have the west side you know more of the african-american we people are kind of divided up in this city when you speak about culture so what are your thoughts about that um yeah here here's here's my thoughts on that oh, I'm gonna kill somebody I had to have some bells. Come on. It is bell ringing season. I, I just have to okay, go. I'll stop I have the, to flow. I'll with stop it. the bells. I'll, I'll flow with it. See, I come from a culture. I, I come from a culture of being annoying. <laughs> 
Can you appreciate my culture? <laughs> you, you do it very well, may I add. Okay, so you're succeeding with that. <laughs> so what would be your idea or feedback to the audience regarding how to become more culturally aware or deaf? I think that that, that is a whole subject in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And But the, I think the important thing is that people try to think that they have to become all-knowing about all cultures. And you do not. And I think the first step is mm-hmm. is to realize that, number one, you don't have to be all-knowing. Mm-hmm. And even look at our funny story of the, of the hair bonnet. Mm-hmm. You know, it was okay for me not to know that. There, sure. there is no reason why I should know African-American women wear hair bonnets to bed at night. At night. That's just, and that's okay. Child, I'll start to go somewhere with that, but I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not gonna go nowhere. <laughs> Let me repeat: okay. there is no reason <laughs> I that I would know that <laughs> ever. <laughs> okay, okay. And so to be aware of that, because because uh-huh. a lot of times we talk to cult- about culture and people think that they have to learn all the little intricacies of all the different cultures. Right. So uh, my first thought is is to accept the fact that that's not what we're talking about, mm-hmm. but rather we're talking about just being aware that cultural differences exist and to uh, consider it, what what you're hearing or what is being said that might be reflective of that. Absolutely. And sometimes people will just come right out and say it. You know, in my culture, or in, yes. in 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 the way that I was brought up, or something to that effect. And that is your your cue and your clue to you know explore that and see what that means, if anything, right, to what is happening in the current conflict. Um, so that would be my first thought is to not try to feel like you have to know all things know about all these things. because in reality you just can't you come from yeah. your culture and people come from their culture and it is what it is um, but just having an awareness is is all that we're talking about that yeah. it does exist and it's something that um, doesn't have to be shied away from when we're talking about conflict resolution. Yeah, don't be afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that would can... be, I think that would be the second thing. Is, or, well, so third. Mm-hmm. So one is, you don't have to know it all. Right. But number two, be aware that it exists. Yes. Some awareness. And number three, don't be afraid of it. Absolutely. Embrace it. And, you know. Absolutely. I think that deserves a... Oh, jeez. <laughs> See, I've created... Deserves... I have created... <laughs> Well, at least. Oh, Lord, which one did I choose? <laughs> Stop already. Okay. So, lots of bells, lots yeah, of bells. Lots of bells. So, on that note. Till next time. Until next time, my friend. By the way, do you still wear a hair bonnet? Every night. Okay. <laughs> on that, good night, folks. Thanks for listening to the Mediation Ninjas Show with your ninjas, Pat Petit and Wes Miller. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, mediationninjas.com, and be sure to join us next week for another exciting and thought-provoking discussion about the fascinating profession of mediation and conflict resolution. Until next time, remember, don't hesitate, mediate. Mediate.